We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hi, I'm Lucy, wedding photographer. And hi, I'm Eddie, wedding videographer. And this is Unveiled, your little black book of weddings. Let's get you guys hitched. Hello, Eddie Blake. Hello, darling. How are we? Hello, Lucy Blake, you should say. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think this is... Yeah, good. I love your last name, so I'm happy with that. I feel like I've got an upgrade and I'm stuck with it for life now. Um, I'm excited to do this episode... Yeah, 100%. Still still riding the wave, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, I will say that the come down off the back of 18 months of planning is – it's been pretty rough for me. Pretty rough for you. (laughs) You were sweet, hey. You were just like, oh, it's done. Tick. Let's move on. (laughs) Whereas I'm like, so still sad it's over. Yeah. Well, beforehand we said it's good to have some <laughs> some other things in place to look forward to so we d- don't just fall off the cliff after the wedding. Yeah, and which is <laughs> now I understand. Yeah. So let's start this episode of our wedding with three of the best decisions that you and I both felt well like we made. You can go first. All three? Yeah. All right. First one I thought was just as a, from a boy's perspective, was having zero plans the morning of the wedding. Um, I just said to the fellas, if you can just get to the house by 12 and we'll start getting ready then, it means in the morning I could go see our son Hudson, um, I could go surf and, I don't know, just do last minute bits of admin and it was just good having having nothing planned. So I love that. You didn't say see me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I did wait <laughs> and see you. Well, yeah, mm. to... To note, Lucy and I stayed the mm. night together. No, we didn't. The night we intended to. Oh, we intended to. No, we didn't. <laughs> but you we decided. Didn't. You decided no, not to come. No, home. we didn't. I, st- I stayed with the boys, and then I crawled in. To yeah, the boys wouldn't let you. Yeah, and then I came and um, saw you in the morning. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's fine. So <laughs> just quickly, it was having yeah, no keep- plans the morning of. Yeah. Um, I love that we had an extended canopy time, so we had a. I don't know, roughly two and a half, three hours of just music, drinks, everyone mingling, food, yeah. and we went off for photos for probably forty-five minutes an hour, maybe total. Yeah. So that's number two, and then just to note on that though, um, we had our ceremony at two. Yep. And we knew that we had to have an earlier because being in August, we didn't have a lot of light to play with as well. Yeah. But it just kind of ended up being that we were able to get. A two and a half hour. Yeah, well, the we had we had a two o'clock ceremony and the sun set at five thirty, so mm. we had three hours post ceremony to mingle and yeah, do our thing. Yeah, yeah. And number three, just in because I think it's a bit of a different one, is we decided to have not we decided to not open the cocktail bar until all the speeches and the dinner was done, and it just meant it was good for a number of reasons. One. Everyone didn't get too hammered before before the speeches. And also it was just like another little kick up for guests. I will say, Henry Clive, Barstaff, you can make a margarita and an espresso. Yeah. The amount of people that came up to me going, these are the best fucking cocktails ever. <laughs> I was like, go tell the Barstaff. And <laughs> such a nice touch. We, we said no cocktails till after the speeches, but it was such a nice little touch that when we walked in, to the reception as the bridal party, all the bridal party just had a 
yes. a cocktail each yes. just sitting for us waiting yeah. and we're just like oh, legends how good's this legends. They just read our mind yeah <laughs> um so yeah they were oh henry clive yeah. just just if you're having a south coast wedding get henry clive i mean we have so many vendors to mention in this episode mm. so do hang in there guys because we have so many good things to say about every single one of the vendors that we got on board for our day. And yeah, we'll start with Henry Clive. You guys were unreal. Amazing. All right, you loose. So my top three were not over number one was not overdoing the styling. I am I am such a big fan of less is more. So working with the beautiful Danny Dean from the Make House and also with um, Kira and Lauren from Little Lane Events, both absolute dreams to work with. It was really good that they, I was able to just get them on the same page super quickly. Danny and I came up with a brief of En Blanc. We just wanted everything really pared back and quite crisp and accentuating the florals and not taking away from the actual beautiful space of Seacliff House. It was rather just adding to so I think that was probably a big one for me. Number two, putting a time limit to speeches. How well did that work? So good. Really, really good. We literally gave everybody five minutes, including ourselves, and everyone except your best man, Trent Meany, <laughs> who we love so much, decided to just, you know, go on his own little tangent. I think he ended up speaking for about 15, which wasn't too bad. But the five-minute cap was... It was unreal. It meant that everyone listened the entire time. It meant that the night flowed a lot better um, and, you know, everything else was on time. Yeah. And we got to get to that dance floor, which was such an unreal part of the night and it was so crucial for us that we had a lot of time on the dance floor. So that was a big one. And number three, being the bride, I'm so glad I said a speech. Yeah. If any girls out there are just tossing it up, I would honestly push you to do it. It was such a beautiful way to just acknowledge so many amazing people in that room. I was lucky enough to have all four of my grandparents on my wedding day and I just know that not many people have that and to be able to stand up there and actually acknowledge them to start with was unreal. There was just no doubt in my mind if I were to go back, I would I would absolutely tell any bride to say a speech. It's just the best thing ever. Yeah, I agree. All right. So now that that's done, I figured we'd just go through the structure of the day. We'll pull out bits and pieces. And then you guys sent in a whole bunch of questions through socials that will just knock off at the end so hopefully we will be able to cover majority of things all right let's start with the reason why we picked august eddie a couple of reasons we well you and i when we when we got engaged we we originally wanted september Mm. uh, and then the venue that we wanted seacliff house only had a spot for us in august in in 18 months time so Lucy and I quickly went back over our galleries over August. We're like, all right, well, what are the weddings being like? And we're like, tick, 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 sun, sun, sun. Um, and no it, rain, no rain, no rain. Yeah, and it all just looked beautiful. <laughs> so we're like, all right, done. And then the kicker was we got a 15% discount for having a winter wedding, which like weddings are fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and yes, we will be touching on budget as and, well. And the venue was our biggest ticket item. So yeah. having 15% off that saved us like, I swear it was like three grand or something. Yeah, yeah. which in the scheme of things is a lot of money. Yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, while we're on that, we'll dive into why we picked Seacliff House and why that was special to us. But so everyone can kind of get an idea before we move forward. Budget. Budget. <laughs> so we are going to give you guys our number and we are going to tell you what it ended up costing. Yes. Yeah, it so hurts both of our souls it, to say it hurts this absolutely. out loud. Um, well, but we know it's important for you guys to have the transparency of what weddings do look like. Well, firstly, we had a we had a hundred. Our final guest list was one hundred and twenty-seven. I think yeah, it was, yeah, or one hundred and twenty-three on the on the day. Something like that. But Lucy and I both had the discussion prior to the wedding. We just pretty much plucked a number out of thin air, and we're just like, all right, I reckon we, if we spend fifty k, that's we're we're happy. Yeah. If we, if we can spend fifty k, then then we'll be happy. Yeah. And then it got to fifty five. Then it got to sixty. I'm like, well, <laughs> fuck the spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just out the window now. Do you know how much that hurts, Eddie? He's the spreadsheet man. I'm looking at the spreadsheet now, but um, like every this includes everything. You got some robes for the bridesmaids. Like this includes your wedding band. Yep. It, in- it literally includes everything. It, it so in- includes literally everything. And that is another thing to note, guys. We. Being at Seacliff House, it is the most incredible venue. We did get it for three nights. We got it for the Friday, Saturday and the Sunday. So, you know, it's a weekend, but you have to bring everything in. So when I say everything, it is literally napkins, knives and forks, tables, tablecloths, florals, you name it. Everything that you can think of that has to be in that room you have to bring it in. Yeah. So let's say the figure. I'm pretty sure this is a roughly probably about seventy five thousand dollars it cost us. Um, yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> you only do it once, right? But wholeheartedly, from the bottom of my heart, it was worth every single, single cent. little cent. Like yep. it was the best day of our lives, yep. without doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we will say that forever. And on the day neither of us obviously thought about the money at all. Yeah, we're sitting, you know, here talking about it now and it hurts a little bit, but we wouldn't go back and change anything. And look, you don't need all the money in the world to create your ideal day, guys. You can definitely, we were so strict on certain things. You know, we were really particular on things. Well, pretty much everything. We gave everything a budget and we were just like, we cannot. We cannot go further than this. So I think the in the scheme of things, the main thing is just just stick to what really matters for you guys. Spend the money where it really, really matters for you. I think as long as you stay true to what your wedding day looks like to the both of you, then the rest will flow. Yeah. Some of the eyebrow raising fees. Yeah. Any spring to mind, Lois? You mentioned yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. The day Yes, the t- tablecloths. Tablecloths, what? Oh, I will say though, walking into that room, I was like, wow, the tablecloths look so beautiful. Yeah. But at the time. I think it was like a thousand bucks just for tablecloths. 1500 1500 Yeah. So I probably went a bit extreme with the boys' suits too. They, they 
how much did they end up with? We had seven, six groomsmen, seven including myself, and I think the suits. I went halves with all the boys, but I think still out of our pocket was still probably five and a half grand, yeah. I think. So that was massive. And then just the equipment, like we had to bring in, yeah, as I said, tables, chairs, cutlery, everything. And you also have to pay back packing up fees, yeah. which and kind of sting as well. Um, yeah, but was, tell you what, guys, if you're hung over the next day, which mm, 10 times out of 10, you are going to be yeah. and you will not be doing those things yourself. Yeah. So there was... There was a few spanners thrown that were like, I oh, didn't even realise you had to pay for this. So that's probably why the budget just jacked. Yeah. But and being um, in the industry, you'd think that we'd be all over it. But there were, you know, being on the other side, we had a few eye openers that we were like, wow. Yes. Okay. So it's probably, although we would we would not change anything for our day, it's something to make note. If you're doing a DIY wedding, there's so many more extra vendors and elements and fees that you've got to take into consideration over a, a wedding venue that literally gives you everything. Yeah. Rolling into that, taking on little lane events to help us with figuring out everything that we needed on the day, setting up coordination, etc. Unreal decision. Yeah. Amazing. Without a doubt. Yeah. It was so, so helpful. So if you are, you know, tossing up whether or not to get – a coordinator, if you're doing a DIY, it's probably going to be for your best interest that you do that because there were so many things that Ed and I were able to go, wow, wouldn't have thought of that, wouldn't have thought of that and also where to get certain things. So, yeah, it just sort of like tidied that whole process up. Yeah, they were were insane. And another thing that we – we've been to so many other weddings before and Luce and I, prior to the wedding, we said, right, we don't want – any of our guests or family lifting a finger this whole wedding. We just really, we, we put on the day for us, but we also put it on for our guests too. And we didn't want them, you know, packing up, packing down and anything like that. So um, it did hurt our hip pocket a little bit, but mm-hmm. in the scheme of it all, yeah. everyone was able to relax. Yeah. Yep. So that was, Absolutely. And, and, and Little Lane were, were probably the, the main vendor that, that covers all, all those other little items that we would have had guests doing if they didn't do it I suppose yeah yeah and yeah so shout out to Kira and Lauren as well um and all the little lane girls Sigrid you guys were amazing and we're so so appreciative and you you know you really run a tight ship and it pays off so thank you and little lane also worked so so well with the beautiful Danny from the make house they just created this like absolutely seamless reception and just day in general ceremony and everything so i get goosebumps talking about it all because yeah, i just got like floods of images coming back into my brain and i'm like oh my god yeah they killed it so thank you beautiful ladies next i just want to touch on why we chose Seacliff house yeah well we both love the south coast and Credit to Lucy, she didn't even see this venue before we booked it. She kind of just and for anyone who knows me, me, that is very weird. For yeah, me. she kind of took my word, and we were just so high on adrenaline when we got engaged. We we're like, all right, let's just book it. We literally <laughs> booked it while we were still away when we got engaged, yeah. which was such a good decision because Seacliff is, I mean, booked out for like twelve months in advance. <laughs> we were lucky to even get that date. It's a phenomenal venue, yeah. But we we both love the South Coast and. Anyone that's been to Jeringong, you kind of come over from Kayama into Jeringong and it's like the farm meets the ocean and yeah. it's just rolling hills, 
absolutely beautiful. Like all of our guests, when they got off the bus to Seacliff House, they were just like, are you kidding? Mm. This, this venue is nuts. Yeah. It is like beautiful. So Beautifully managed, beautifully looked after. Yeah, couldn't speak more highly of Seacliff. Yeah, and, and it had the... I think when they started doing weddings, I don't know how long ago, seven, eight years ago, there was just one house, but now it's more of a wedding venue. They've got the barn, they've got another set of accommodation, they've got some more amenities for the guests too. So it's really, it's, it's purpose built for a wedding now. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah. And it slept, it slept, I mean, I had five, my five bridesmaids and I sleep in one of the houses and Ed accommodated all his groomsmen and their partners as well. Mm. So yeah, it can it can hold a pretty solid amount. Yeah, and it was only two hours out of Sydney too. So yeah, it's not too far. We had a lot of guests with young families that just came for the for the wedding and then stayed the night, went home the next day, whereas other guests stayed for the weekend. So Friday night, we did like a welcome drinks just down at the pub, the local pub. We did let the pub know. So just an FYI to anyone who's getting married in say like a little town, it's a good idea to just let people know that you are intending to sort of have X amount of people walk in because they are not expecting it and they will be understaffed. And so the Jerangong pub were incredible. Jerangong Bolo. Sorry, the Jerangong Bolo. They were incredible at accommodating, you know, we probably had about 100 people turn up on the Friday night. Probably 80% of our guests turned up for for the pre on the Friday. Yeah, so we bombarded the bowling club. From about 5 p.m., they made sure that there was an extra chef on, extra staff, etc., etc. So, what did you find probably the most beneficial about having these drinks, apart from the fact that it just like kicked the weekend off on the best note ever? On the Friday, mm. yeah, it was just good to get around and 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 chat to everyone, and it was you really like if you know there's pros and cons to having a wedding locally to. A, an away wedding but wedding days go so so, so quick mm-hmm. like loose i got the opportunity to go around to the tables during dinner and say good day to guests but loose didn't really so we you we used the time on the friday and the sunday recovery to really just get around to to guests and have a yarn and see and just catch up yeah absolutely so if you are getting if you are going away if you're having an away wedding having something the night before is an unreal idea yeah all right Morning of the wedding day. What did you and the boys do? Well, yeah, surprisingly on the Friday night, we didn't have too many drinks. We sort of kept it tame and had a little campfire at the place and we're in bed by probably 10, 30, 11, which, mean, which means we woke up pretty fresh. Um, I came and crawled into bed with you and then kissed you goodbye and said, see you at the end of the aisle. And I just spent the morning with our son and then and then I went for a surf and um, I just kept it super chill. I just said to the boys, let's meet back up at the house at 12. It was a two o'clock ceremony. So we started to have showers and get ready at, at 12. And it was just so nice to s- sort of just do nothing and just be with myself for the morning. What about you? Yeah, nice. The morning of the wedding day was really beautiful and really chilled for us. And I put that down to how we started it. I'm, I would say I'm a meditator. I'm a meditator. I'm, I'm, I must stay grounded. If I don't, I get a little bit airy fairy and a bit stressed out. So my biggest thing was just making sure that I was present. I was keeping my feet on the ground and I was as sort of calm as I possibly could be. And the 
best thing we did was organize a little meditation breathwork morning and my beautiful, beautiful friend, Ali Cooper, who is also a celebrant, Ali Cooper celebrancy, I think that is right. I'll link her in the show notes, but she came over first thing and we all made a really nice cup of herbal tea and where we were staying at Seacliff House, it has this top suite where the bride and groom obviously stay, but it just is flooded with morning light. So we all, the girls and I all went up there with Al. She bought a whole bunch of crystals and saged the room and we all literally sat and she took us through some breath work first and then took us through a meditation. I bawled my eyes out literally from start to finish. It was just the most beautiful like grounding way to do and she personalised the whole thing. So that was probably like honestly it would almost have been one of the highlights of the day because I feel like it set the whole day for the girls and I up really, really well. Mm. Um, so that was really important for me to just sort of start the day with my girlfriends and with a really clear level head. So thank you, beautiful Allie, for doing that. Uh, and then, I mean, as you guys, most of you would know who have already been married and are getting married, the morning of for the girls starts really, really early. So basically from there, we kick straight into it. Mm. And it was two o'clock before I, I could even, yeah, I even had a chance to stop. But um, I also will say that the people that you have around you on the morning of is such a crucial, crucial part to making sure that the rest of the day flows. So a big shout out to Missy who did my makeup. Oh, no, sorry. Missy did my hair. (laughs) Missy, her handle is Missy Bridal. She is honestly like she was a woman of about 20 hats. She was there to do all of our hair, but she was also this incredible energy that just super fun to be around, really chilled, just a beautiful human inside and out. Same with Sam. She did the makeup for my bridesmaids. Such a cool vibe. She's just such a, like, she's super funny, really laid back, unreal. And then beautiful Emmy, who is a girlfriend of mine, she did my makeup and I mean, I can't fold her. She was just an asset as well. So between Missy, Ali, Emmy, Sam, and then also Lauren from Little Lane Events who just kind of, you know, floated in and out at probably, it just felt like the perfect times. It didn't feel like anyone was ever in my face, um, which was a really important thing to me because that was key to making sure that I didn't get overwhelmed and stressed out. So I felt, and also all my bridesmaids, it was, and my mom and everything, it was just a all round perfect morning and it was exactly how I needed the day to start because it just made me calm and pumped to go into the rest of the day yeah yeah well you said you cried tears in the morning but you didn't cry one tear at our wedding (laughs) it was me with the waterworks I know it's funny because I often say to brides I think people expect the bride to be a bit of a mess but often the bride is the one that's kind of got everything together but yes I bawled my eyes out the night before I bawled my eyes out the morning of I bawled my eyes out when I saw my dad and my brothers but yeah it was like I 
kind of was able to walk out to you and just yeah. be like, went let's in, do this. Went into a zone. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. But yeah, I put that down to the most incredible morning with my friends. And Absolutely. All yeah, of those the, incredible people. The vendors and your friends that you have around you really set the tone, don't they? Such an essential part. And um, we'll, if you got lost with any of those vendors, we'll make sure we link all of them in, in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. So the next one is let's just chat through what we did with Huddy, our yep. eight-month-old, over the weekend. Yes. Well, first of all, we probably got to, what, a month out and we're like... What are we doing with Hudson? What are we doing with our child? <laughs> because <laughs> and, um, all of our family is at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, and we had a couple of like friends of friends, sort mm. of things kind of fall through. And then I actually got given a card when I was at a wedding um, down in Berry quite a while ago. And it was South Coast... Nannies. South Coast Nannies, isn't it? And um, we inquired with them and they were... Amazing And super, like really affordable too. I think it was like 30 bucks an hour yeah. or... Maybe forty bucks an hour when you're on the property, but then thirty bucks an hour back at a at a at a private house at a private house yeah. or something like that. But like money so well spent for us. So we ended up on the Friday Arvo drinks. We had um, let's just paint the picture though. Okay. We based Hudson at my mum and dad's accommodation. Yep. So that's where his cot was the entire time, not with us yep. at Seacliff. Yeah, we were pretty much three de- three days kid free, really, weren't we? Yeah, yeah we were. But but we still got to see him. We yeah, got- <laughs> we made sure that we did. But yes, Friday night well, at the welcome drinks, we got a nanny to come and look after him from, yeah, we did like three hours, which was amazing. And then on the Saturday, kudos to you, Eddie, for making this call because it ended up being really good. But the nanny actually started with us at Seacliff House and Hudson was able to come and spend, you know, a couple of hours before his middle of the day nap with us, but the nanny was on deck from the moment that he got there. So it just meant that I could relax, all my girlfriends could relax, my mum could relax, and but he was still able to be there and we were still able to enjoy him. So we had South Coast nannies look after him pretty much from, I think it was 11am all the way through till 11pm. Yeah. So again, our ceremony was at two, so... Nanny came on deck at 11, then Huddy had his nap, his midday nap, and then he he was at the ceremony with us. He stayed around and got some family photos with us. And then Luce and I, we got some, like, photos Amazing. that we'll cherish yeah. forever yeah. With, our, with our little boy. And then... Um... <laughs> oh, you're getting a bit shaky. <laughs> and, and then the nanny... And Eddie thinks he's not still reeling in the emotions of our wedding day. <laughs> No, and then the and then the nanny took him off. So um, it was yeah. yeah, it was it was so good. Yeah, it was a really good way to do it. So highly recommend anyone who does have a bub. Definitely worth considering getting an extra set of hands that you can just have there to help you out and just kind of take take the stress off you having to think about it. You can still enjoy them. But you just don't, you kind of just remove the responsibility, yeah. really. And all of the, yeah, for anyone on the getting married on the South Coast, these nannies are all super, super certified and yeah, qualified and super they're legit unreal. With the paperwork yeah. and all, all that. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. The professionalism was phenomenal. Yeah. So the ceremony, okay, I now get it when people say that that is the best part of the day. Yeah. How unreal is it? Mm. So, so special, loved the ceremony. So we wrote our own vows. Super glad we did this. 
Eddie bawled his eyes out pretty much throughout <laughs> his. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. No, you weren't. You were great. Um, so anyone considering writing their own vows or not writing your own vows, give them a crack mm. because I think they are super special. And, you know, I laugh that Ed, you know, was a bit shaky through his, but he also had pretty much all of our guests flooding with tears. <laughs> yeah. And one thing on the ceremony, we had a, which Luce and I really took on board was we had a mate of ours and, and some guests of ours get married the week before. And he just kind of sent me his little tips of, mm. you know, if he would have done anything differently. And one thing that he mentioned was just to not only be present in the ceremony, but look up to your guests and just really take it in. And Luce and I both did that. We sort of just, you know, eyeballed a few guests and had a good look around at the crowd and made it all the more special, didn't it? Yeah. It's a super, it's, that's probably one of the best tips that you could give someone because it just means that you, yeah, you're able to just feel the energy. So I want to talk and mention the fact that I didn't let you hold Hudson when I walked down the aisle (laughs) and why this was important. So Huddy did walk down the aisle. My beautiful little brother, Jesse, he took him down after or just before the girls walked down. Ed was then able to hold Hudson while all my bridesmaids walked down the aisle. But as soon as it was time for me to come down the aisle, Eddie gave Hudson back to Jesse, my little brother, and Ed stood there as you would usually. This was really important to me, plain and simple, because that moment is your moment, gals. It's, and it's, it, um, it, I just didn't want you distracted. Yeah. And, and understandably like going back now, it was such a good call that we made that call. Yeah. So that was that, I feel like that was a really good, good call to make. Yeah. 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 So then you, I was fully present and focused on, you, you know, you and your old man walking you down the aisle. Yeah. And that too as well, like the, you know, whoever's walking the bride down the aisle, I think it's really nice you know, for that to be a moment for all of you. Yeah. So, yeah. Claire Belford, we need to mention Claire because... We had her... She was probably the first or second guest we ever had on this podcast. Oh, guest. Yeah, sorry. So, you can go back. I think it's episode one or two. Go back and listen to Claire and you'll know exactly why we booked her. Yeah. She is just the best energy ever and we had a meeting with her prior to the ceremony and she sent us a bunch of questions and then she... Gives us a bit of an option, like how we want to structure the the ceremony. Like, is it a little bit more formal or informal, whatever? And then we answer these questions, and then she goes and creates this script, which we had zero changes to. She just told our story perfectly. She epitomised us. Yeah, and she's flawless. Moving on to canopy hour, we touched on the fact before that we had a two o'clock ceremony. It finished around two thirty. We went straight into family photos. Eddie and I went off and got some photos with Hudson and then we were able to kind of cruise around, say hello to as many guests as we could. And then we briefed our photographer, Pete, you know, being in the industry ourselves, we were like, we want this amount of time spent doing photos and then we would like to be back with our guests at this time. Yeah. It was pretty – we were pretty good. It was pretty good. I think in total we were probably away for an hour – so that includes we got some photos with our bridal party yep. and then on site. on site there at Seacliff and then 
we left them and then we jumped in the car and we went to a spot which was less than 10 minutes down the road and then we spent another half an hour there. Yeah. And then I think we were back five or 10 minutes after we should have been but we were pretty much on time yeah it was only like total an hour maybe yep. just over so on that the reason why we wanted an extended canopy hour was we had 123 guests and it was really important for us to enjoy that canopy hour and the food and the mingling and the music and the light and the light and yeah the light got beautiful so we really wanted to draw out that time um, before the reception started and all the formalities i guess correct all right reception Oh, what a time. Man, it was so fun. So we chose to have a sit-down reception. I don't know about you, Ed, but that was a preference for me. I, it was really important for me to have that. I guess we didn't well, – there were quite a few formalities that we chose to remove, but I loved having the structure of a, a sit-down reception. So – that was really important to us. We just found that that kind of formalized the evening for us a little bit, yeah. gave it a bit of structure, you know, dinner time. And um, also people speeches. are, yeah, they sit and they're present when they listen to speeches. Yeah. We had a crew, a South Coast uh, vendor called Garnish who did all our catering. So they... We had share banquets. Yeah, we, they served us canapes during the canapé hour where everyone was out on the grass and mingling. And then when we went into the reception, we skipped entrees all together um, because everyone had lined their bellies with with the canapes and then they we did the shared banquet structure so it was literally we and mc did his intro we entered uh, and then there was three speeches straight off the bat and then garnish put down all the food the shared banquet on the table for everyone and you can pick and choose whatever you want uh, and then i think we probably had you know an hour maybe just under for, for dinner and then tables were cleared and it was like bang on to the next round of speeches and then and then it was dance floor. Garnish were amazing. Like not only is the food mouth-watering, but the way that they, you know, moved around the room and they cleared and, yeah. you know, it was all sort of done before. There was no tinkering no. during speeches and they just – and they work really, really well with Henry Clive. It's almost like a seamless production. That it's like they're not even two separate entities. It's like that's how well they work together. Yeah. And they were probably the easiest vendor to work with in the lead-up. Like everything was just like, yep, no worries, whatever you want. This is the <laughs> – and I was just like, okay, well, this is amazing. And then we had – I think we had seven vegetarian guests on the day and just catching up with a couple recently or one of our mates recently, they said that – not only at the reception did they get a, a vegetarian meal, but during the canopy hour, there was some of their staff going and find these different people and being like, here, I've got Making you this. Sure, yeah. It was just a really nice, like, you know, they went out of their way over and be able to really accommodate for all of our guests. Over and above? Over, over and, and above. above, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought you said. Over and above, out, out of the way, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, so Joe from Garnish is who we dealt with and she was unreal and yeah. as were the staff on the day. Five so. stars. Yeah. Another and, one. And they oh. doggy bagged all of our, oh, they yeah, left the food there. the next day. We oh. had a bit of leftover food yeah. and they just left it in the fridge, packaged up and that means we could just graze on it for yeah. the next couple of days. Yeah, it was amazing. Insane. So, so yum. I just want to touch on, because I, I kind of feel like this can be overlooked, but uh, choosing your MC, this one was massive for Eddie and I. 
we just know having been at so many weddings that an MC has the potential to, I'm going to say it like completely ruin a wedding, but also (laughs) completely make a wedding. Yeah. We were really particular with who we picked. We made sure we picked someone that knew our relationship really well. We picked someone that was comfortable, obviously to be up in front of a crowd and from the sounds of things (laughs) straight from Tommy who was our MC, he was quietly shooting himself at the start. (laughs) But as the night progressed, he really warmed up. And some of the things that he did, I think, were like resulted in things like people not speaking through the speeches. He was really, really firm at the start of the night by saying, you know, even if it was just having a laugh, it was like, don't don't speak, be respectful, those sort of things. He held the crowd, but he also made sure he did his job. And, you know, we had a little briefing with him leading up to the day, but nothing major, nothing too formal. But honestly, he was one of the best decisions that we made in making the day structure, especially the, re- the reception, fall the way it fell. Yeah, and, and while he did all those housekeeping procedures, he kept everything super lighthearted and, and funny. So, Which was important to yeah, us. Yeah, it was. He, he had the... You know, he he is a school teacher, so he knows how to hold a crowd. But um, yeah, picking an MC is really important because they've probably got the most crucial job of, of the yeah. day. Really, they yeah. they they're kind of the person that brings it all together. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would say that would be a little tip from me is just to put a little because I feel like it can be overlooked a little bit, but just put a little bit of thought into that one, guys. Because yeah, if you get yourself a really good MC, you've just got a firecracker of a addition to the night. I feel like we've touched on majority of what I can think of. So now I just thought we'd power through these questions straight from all of our listeners. Let's hit it. All right. Question number one is the dress. (laughs) The dress, your gorgeous dress. Was it custom? If yes, how did you find the process? Was it custom? No, it wasn't custom. It was by a beautiful designer based out of L.A., called new white that's the brand of the dress and it was only stocked in guy Mia at hope and page so i went out there i knew kind of what i wanted with my dress i have a bit of a complex with my arms so i knew i wanted a sleeve and also being in august i knew i didn't want to be cold so i tried on a few dresses and yeah that was the i think third or fourth one i tried on and just straight away I was like, yep, this is me. It was really hard for me too because I was only three or four months postpartum. So my body probably wasn't quite where it was going to be in eight months time. And especially being someone who breastfed, I my boobs were massive. And yeah, so I ended up working with an alterations company, Nardi's Alterations in Crow's Nest. And she was incredible. I was able to sort of adjust everything I needed to and it fit beautifully and oh my god I keep saying to Eddie I'm never going to feel that beautiful ever again in my whole life you will but yeah that the dress just sat on your body just perfectly like it was yeah whoever whoever did that was <laughs> <laughs> that was naughty you looked at you looked amazing <laughs> yeah, I think you. all of the whole ceremony I just kept saying like you look fucking amazing yeah <laughs> second question what is this napkin dance thing I've been seeing lately? How did you initiate it? It looked super fun. 
It's a napkin thing. We've we've seen it done at other weddings, and it's um basically just pick, picking napkins up and twirl them, and it just you know sets a bit of a tone and a vibe for the. The entrance. For, for the entrance and it looks sick on photos. Looks and sick in video. Looks sick in video. I'm pretty sure the way that it was initiated was a bit of a joke. I think Tommy kind of said, oh, yeah, Lucy and Eddie want this for the photos. So can everyone pick up the napkins and swing them in the air? Little did he know it looked unreal on video and in photo. Yeah. So, yeah, it just makes the, makes the entrance a little bit more fun than just clapping, I guess. Yeah. Number three, for any part of your day – did you find being a part of the industry made anything more difficult? Yes, uh, I think yeah. we. I think I probably overthought things a bit more. I think we also knew how many incredible options to, you know, that different vendors and amazing people that we've worked with. It, you know, there's this huge, huge array of people that you can work with, and you kind of have to narrow it down. So I found that a little bit difficult. How did you prevent yourself from being overwhelmed by it all? Tips for staying present. I think we kind of touched on this, but yeah, I think just doing things that kind of make sure that you're just starting your day grounded and um, not up in your head. You know, a lot of people find that doing a little meditation or going for a walk, just getting out in the sun and the fresh air, journaling, and just not letting other people freak you out. Mm. Don't let other people's energy get into your energy, you know. I, I know I'm sounding a little bit hippie here, but I'm all about energies. And, you know, if you can if you can kind of pick up on other people's energies that aren't sitting with yours, then avoid it. You know, yeah. the day is yours about you guys. So just just put your bubble on and just be around the people that fill you up and not make you anxious yeah and I think we've had a few guests come onto this podcast and say taking a moment with with you know your your partner to just go and take five minutes and just look back at the wedding and take it all in I think we did do that didn't we we went we definitely went outside and, and we yeah. sort of had I think a it was raining and I was like can we go back inside now <laughs> but we, we I mean we didn't really leave each other's side too much for the day like we were we definitely took it in yeah favorite memories favorite memories uh, you come down the aisle. Oh, nice. Glad <laughs> you said that first. <laughs> um, uh, we will, you're with your photographer so much on the day and he just nailed yeah. our, our, our vibe. Like he, he just had the big tick for the vibe check. Like he, yeah. I think the, the first thing that he said when he saw me is like, and this is me putting in my Norwegian voice. He's like, Eddie, bro, are you going to smile today or what? <laughs> and that just like had a, had a big grin over my face and he just got me. He was and just like, all right, he we're He kept telling, telling Eddie to relax and that he wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, hang on, what was the question? Where was I going with that? Favourite memories. Memories. So like just because I see, you see the photographer so much, it's so important to get on with your photographer and a good memory is just like having a sick fun with, with the boys and, yeah. and the photographer. Yeah. My favourite memories would probably be oh God. I don't know if I can actually put them into into in the few, but the ceremony was just so special. Mm. Um, I loved every speech, and just I I mean I I absolutely loved entering our reception. The vibe and the energy were just unreal, yeah. and you could not fault it. Advice for brides who are a bit anxious in the days leading up to the wedding. Don't don't check the weather. <laughs> Don't I, I think I refresh the weather app four million times. Yeah. 
And it, that's nah. for brides and grooms if because I, I think I didn't. I, st- I just didn't look right. at the weather. If I go back, I probably wouldn't have even changed that anyway. I still would have done it. Yeah. But, yeah, what, what, what are your tips? Similar to what I said before, just making sure you're doing things that make you feel as grounded and as present as possible and not letting other people kind of get in your head. What was your favourite moment of the day? Oh, my goodness, so many. But we both said that the ceremony was the best part for us. Uh, but honestly, the, the whole weekend was just faultless. We w- I wouldn't change one thing. No. I think we, we kicked off the weekend with um, both our parents got together on the Thursday and we had a, like a dinner together, all of us, the family, and then that just sort of set the tone and it was just just the best roller coaster. Not roller coaster, best ride yep. ever. Yeah, agreed. How did you choose your photographer slash videographer? Well, just quickly, the for the videographer, I had my crew shoot it. So Sam, who shoots for me, and Joel, um, they shot our wedding. So that was that was an easy one. And for the photographer, was really hard. Photographer was super hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we ended up having our mate Pete Karlstrom, who has a background in fashion. He and he's just an all round top dude who we've been mates with for ages, and we just knew that going back again to the energy is he's just got the most incredible energy and he's just so incredibly talented at what he does. And (laughs) I was so nervous being on the other side of the camera. Eddie is really photogenic. Whereas me, I tend to just pull these random weird faces and I was just like, Oh my God, I'm going to have, um, uh, am I going to even like any of them anyway? We got our preview gallery back and we were very pleasantly surprised, but we put that down to the fact that he was just so easy to be around. He was super comfortable and he's just fucking good at what he does. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that covers most of it. Covers most of it. As we said, we'll link all of our beautiful vendors in the, um, in the show notes, but hopefully, yeah, we covered off everything. Yeah, hopefully. You find that useful. But it yeah. was so nice to relive it, by the way. Yeah, it was. I now understand why all brides say it was so nice to chat about it because it really is. But yeah, if you ha- if you guys have any other questions in regards to our wedding and, you know, things that we might be able to help you with, please let us know. Just send us a DM on Instagram, on the Unveiled Instagram, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. But we hope that you get as much out of this as you possibly can. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll um, see you next week. Bye.